Hello, everyone. This is Ria with a quick note. This is a preview of an episode exclusive to Little Stories Premium. Little Stories Premium gives you more of the stories you love and an ad-free, promo-free listening experience. Join by clicking the link in this episode's description or by visiting littlestoriespremium.com. This is Ria. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. I've turned off my email notifications, so we will not have any interruptions. Hey, where's that water coming from? Huh, it looks like there might be a leak in my studio. I cannot have a leak in my studio. What about my cactus collection? The cactuses could get overwatered. That would be a disaster. Plus, my microphone could stop working, which would present a challenge. Wait a second. It hasn't rained in weeks. How could there be a leak? Ugh, give me a minute. I need to climb up my ladder to investigate. I'll be right back. Ouch. Okay, so the good news is there's no leak. The bad news is the studio spiders have decided to use an eyedropper to get my attention. Don't worry, I confiscated it right before I fell off my ladder and landed on my cactus collection. I should probably move them. Doesn't really make sense to have 17 cactuses just sitting on the floor in the middle of my studio. But that can wait. We have a story to get to. It's called Squirrel's New Home. Take it away, Harper Grace. Remember, there are no pictures. You have to imagine them in your mind. You can imagine them however you want. Okay, here we go. Squirrel shifted in his little nest of leaves. He was in the midst of a troubling dream. Squirrel, you shall remain here for the rest of your natural life, said a voice. It was the voice of his tree, who didn't typically speak to him outside of dreams. You will spend every day and night fixing all of the problems I decide to gift to you. I don't want your gifts. Termites. No. Mildew. Don't do it. There will be rains. So many rains. And with each rain, 12% of the water will drip down into your little house. Squirrel felt a drop of water hit his nose, and he sat up in bed, panting. Not 12%. He said aloud in the dark. He felt relief wash over him when he realized it was a dream. He felt another drop of water and remembered it had rained earlier. His tree was leaking as usual. His big eyes blinked in the dark and settled on his suitcase. He remembered. What day it was. 
Squirrel leapt out of bed. The dream tree was wrong. He would not remain in this sad tree for even one more day. It was moving day. Squirrel collected the items he'd packed. His suitcase, a basket of acorns, a pouch containing his fur comb, his nail clipper, and some other essentials. That was it. Squirrel scampered out of his tree before there was even a hint of dawn. He stood on the ground, staring up at it. Goodbye, termites, he whispered. Goodbye, Gordon, with your loud pet flea, he said, referring to his neighbor whose flea played the French horn at all hours of the night. Goodbye, just then, as if the tree were listening, a branch cracked off and plummeted to the ground several feet away. Goodbye, tree, Squirrel said. He scampered off into the forest, feeling a new sense of possibility. Squirrel arrived at his new tree an hour later. Unlike the tree he'd just left, this one was young. Squirrel thought back to when he'd toured it with a ferret who wore a sleek turquoise scarf and shimmery bracelets. Old trees can be charming, of course, she'd said as she led him up the trunk. They're distinguished, they have character, they sometimes have gnarled sections. Those are very desirable, of course. But the truth is, there are often problems lurking beneath the august exterior. Squirrel nodded knowingly. He and the ferret balanced on a beautiful branch that overlooked the forest. It had a view of the lake. Squirrel stared out from the lofty perch and felt his breath catch. Now this tree, we've observed it since it was a sapling. It's just about ready to house permanent residents. If you'll sign on the dotted line, it's all yours. Of course, if you'd rather stay in your elder tree with its, what did you say, uh, termites? Well, that's completely up to you. We're not pushy here at a tree for thee. How much did you say it was? The ferret pushed her glasses up the bridge of her nose and peeked at her notes. When she shared the price with Squirrel, he felt as if he might faint. He steadied himself. It would be a long way down from the branch. The ferret prattled on as Squirrel's mind swam. And of course our trees are well insulated. You wouldn't even hear a French horn blaring from next door. And did I mention that? Did you say French horn? Squirrel's mind went to his neighbor Gordon's pet flea. He didn't think he could take one more day of that incessant yes, or a tuba, or a trombone, or one of those beastly mandolins, of course. You wouldn't hear a... I'll take it. Squirrel said, and scribbled his name on the dotted line. Now, 
Squirrel stood at the foot of his new tree, staring up at its lovely branches. He felt as though he were staring up at his new life, so pristine. Squirrel hugged the tree. He literally hugged it. It was an ineffectual hug for a couple of reasons. One, the tree didn't know it was being hugged, so could not, in fact, benefit from the affection, nor could it reciprocate. And two, Squirrel's little arms could not fit around the trunk of an enormous tree. Still, it was sweet. Squirrel did not know what to do with the gratitude brimming in his chest. He stood there, embracing his new home, until he glimpsed the sun rising above the tree line. The deep gray blanket of night lifted away from the forest. It was moving day. Squirrel laughed at himself, standing there as if he had nowhere to be. He scurried up to his new home. Over the next few days, Squirrel felt everything more. Each touch of his paw against the grain of the walls, each glimpse off the broad branch that gave a view of the lake, every time an unfamiliar birdsong pricked his ears, felt electric. It was as if he had a buzzing energy flowing through him, from the tuft of fur between his ears to the tip of his tail. Three days after Squirrel moved in, it rained hard. Inside his well-crafted home, Squirrel was oblivious. He slept through the rainstorm and only discovered it had happened the next day when he climbed down to look for food and spied dozens of puddles shimmering in the morning sun. In those first few days, Squirrel kept having to remind himself that he wasn't just visiting this lovely new place. He really lived there. There was just one thing missing. Every time Squirrel had imagined himself in his new tree, in his new life, he had friends surrounding him, neighbors dropping by for a cup of dandelion tea or to borrow a tool. An exhilarating thought entered Squirrel's mind. He would host a housewarming party. He'd invite all the neighbors. He'd do it soon. Next week, yes, everything was coming together. On Squirrel's fifth day in his new home, he was putting some finishing touches on a bed frame he'd built when he heard a woodpecker. No, wait, it was not a woodpecker. It was a hammer. Someone was working. A neighbor. Squirrel felt excitement bloom within him. He poked his head out his little door. There, on the very next tree, was a neighbor squirrel hard at work. 
Squirrel scampered down and approached the other squirrel. Right before he opened his mouth to say hello, Squirrel stopped short. From way up in his tree, Squirrel hadn't had a clear view of his neighbor's project. Now that he did, he was taken aback. The squirrel was putting the finishing touches on a magnificent spiral staircase that stretched from the forest floor all the way up to the door of his little home, several feet off the ground. The staircase wound around the tree's trunk. It was like nothing Squirrel had ever seen. Not bad, eh? Squirrel startled upon hearing his neighbor's voice. The neighbor was looking at him with an amused smile. It's, it's incredible, Squirrel said. Thank you. Name's Tops. And you are? Everyone calls me Squirrel. You just move in? Tops said, glancing up at Squirrel's tree. Uh, I did, yes. Squirrel couldn't focus on the small talk. His eyes roved over the spiral staircase, taking in its gentle upward slope, the subtle carvings in the wood. You're welcome to take a closer look, Top said. Squirrel scampered over, and together they walked up the stairs. As they went, Tops told Squirrel all about the construction. At the top of the staircase, Squirrel was feeling such warmth towards his new neighbor, who had a knack for carpentry. This was just the kind of friend Squirrel needed. It seemed like the perfect time to invite him to a housewarming party. I'm gonna get an acorn muffin. You want one? I just baked him. That would be great. Tops eased open the door to his little treehouse and beckoned for Squirrel to follow him inside. Just as he did so, Squirrel said, Hey, so I'm planning to host a housewarming party for all the neighbors next Saturday. Squirrel stopped as he crossed the threshold into Topps' home. He blinked rapidly. A housewarming party? Next Saturday? Um, uh, I'll be there. Can't wait. But Squirrel wanted to rewind the last 30 seconds. He wanted to take back everything he'd said. He wanted to uninvite Tops. Because Tops' home was, well, it was astonishing. There is so much more to this story. You can hear the full episode by becoming a Little Stories Premium subscriber. Click the link in this episode's description or visit littlestoriespremium.com to join. And thank you, as always, for listening in.